Welcome to The Sage and the Song, an archetypal exploration on life, love, and leadership. I'm Britta Greenviolet, singer, songwriter, creativity mentor, and conscious leadership coach. The stories we tell about our lives shape our lives, and I'm here in service of rewriting the script, crafting a new narrative where it's needed, and liberating your mind, body, heart, and voice to express the fullness of your unique medicine. Mother Nature is the best business coach. (laughs) This is what I've got for you today, friends. So there are many, 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 many teachers, guides, coaches, mentors, and facilitators out there. And thank goodness, right? Because, oof, goddess knows that we do need help getting out of our own way and letting our genius emerge. And yet, I want to talk today about the fact that a lot of teachers, coaches, facilitators, mentors, guides, they lead with their own framework, which you could say is their mind, right? Their own mind, their own ideas, their own opinions, rather than letting the wisdom of mother nature do the heavy lifting. And today I want to offer you a totally different perspective. And that is that nature is the best, the most experienced, the most wise and holistic life and business coach available to you. It's taken me four decades, but I think I'm finally getting the hang of this. And I'm pretty sure I will continue to refine this for the rest of my days. And... I'm so inspired by this concept. So settle in, grab a beverage, right? Take some breaths, take some notes if this really resonates with you. And let's dig into this concept. I want to lay out for you what what this idea looks like in theory and in practice. So we just entered the season of summer at the moment when I'm recording this. So let's use this as an example. What does summer look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What kind of activities or non-activities do the archetypal energies of any given season call forth? What are the related elements or deities or myths or figures that weave inside of this particular season of this wheel of the year, right? And how can we possibly partner with, become accomplices or allies with the season, the archetype of any season, in order to, in order to get the most amount of ease of grace, of joy, of delight out of that particular moment in time. This is the concept that we can, we can choose nature as our mentor, right? As our guide and our number one ally. 
And the question I've got is, why not? Why wouldn't we choose nature? Because let's get real, she's the pro, right? She's the expert here. And I don't need to remake the wheel because she's already got it all figured out. Just She's got it figured out. She's got it going on, right? So I am in the midst of, of creating and inviting in a circle of alchemical leaders into a new group journey called Metamorphosis. And this program, this uh, mythic mastermind that I'm creating is governed by the principles that I'm going to lay out in today's episode. And I love the literal metamorphosis of caterpillar into chrysalis into butterfly as a metaphor for everything that's happening in nature constantly. So let's take a look at what this metamorphosis looks like on the ground, right? Rubber meets the road, how it actually applies to our work, our relationships, our creative process, and our lives. So I think of metamorphosis as a four-stage process of inner and outer growth, which is again guided by nature. So let's take a look at those four stages. Stage one, I think of as release. The phase is the caterpillar. The season that is represented by release and the caterpillar is autumn. And what's the energy of this phase, right? What's the energy? The energy here is celebrating the harvest of everything we've learned in our previous life cycles and lessons. We are simultaneously celebrating release and surrender, right? We are allowing this process of release and surrender to take place. We are recognizing this current form that we are in as temporary and transient as we are on our way to something totally, completely new and different. And we are cultivating in ourselves the willingness and the courage that it's going to take to make that descent into mystery, into the unknown. In action, what does this look like? This could look like saying no to old, stagnant, unfinished, unwanted projects. This could look like trimming the fat, pruning the dead limbs, right? <laughs> Literally and metaphorically speaking. Simplifying, simplicity, removing things from our calendar and our to-do list instead of adding. And this is where implementing healthy boundaries comes in. So a few archetypes and symbols that I see as really encompassing this, uh, this stage of release is the destroyer, right? Kali is a great example of the destroyer archetype. The remover of obstacles. I'm thinking of Ganesh, Lord Ganesha. The sacred disruptor. 
which you can also think of as like the activist or the advocate, right? Or, or the, the warrior, the spiritual warrior. And lastly, the symbol of the sword. So the second stage is evolve. This phase is the chrysalis and the season is winter. The energies include celebrating complete disintegration of ourselves and of life as we knew it. This is the time for restoration, for contemplation, for very intentional inward retreat. This is the time where we allow old forms, stories, beliefs, and narratives to die. It is the time of death, right? It is entering the hollowed ground of soul initiation. It is opting, opting consciously for the discomfort of growth over the stagnancy and long-term maintenance of broken systems. Actions in this realm look like pausing on launching new projects, starting new projects or offerings, and carefully considering your options. What is the optimal timeline for you? What is the optimal timeline for your gifts? What is the optimal timeline for the people that you are serving for your community to receive what you want to offer. This is the time to restore your energy and to tend the spark, the inner, inner, small spark of your mission. Archetypes and symbols that represent this stage of evolution, right? Chrysalis are the silence, the stillness, the hibernating bear, the hermit, and the womb. Stage three is activate. The phase is the birth or the rebirth. The season is springtime. And the energy is the, ener the energetic moment when the very last remnants and vestiges of slumber and sleepiness are giving way to new life, right? We are, we are, we're emerging from the descent and we are glimpsing the newness, the freshness, what is awaiting us in this new life form as a fully formed and expressed version of our new selves. We are able to now reflect on the passage that we just made through the descent and really clearly see what was cultivated there, what was released there. How are we different now than we were before? And in what ways are we willing to show up more boldly and beautifully and gracefully? Actions include starting new projects. Yeah, we finally get to start new projects, launch new offerings, right? Use this just lively, verdant energy of spring to start anew, 
to invigorate your community through action. This is the time to teach, to create content, to put it out there where your people can find it, to cultivate new collaborations, new partnerships, and to enliven your message and give it a voice. Archetypes and symbols of activate or the activation phase include the creatrix, the seed, the vision. And the fourth phase is liberate, right? This is the liberation. The phase is encompassed in this caterpillar to butterfly journey in the flight, right? This is the flight phase. The season is summer and the energy, new life abounds and it is in full bloom, right? Full celebration and delight of what is emerging within, without and around us. This is where we really get to fully see the sprouts of the work we done, we've done just shooting up out of the ground and becoming these gorgeous blossoms, right, or full-blown trees. This is the manifestation of the ascent. And even as we are seeing this beautiful ascent manifested, we don't leave behind the richness of the soul descent initiation work that we just did because it is what has, has fed through the compost. It has fed the roots that are now blooming. So it continues to inform how we fly, how we express. This is formulation, manifestation, and liberation into the world of our creative projects. So actions look like really celebrating your wins, basking in your accomplishments, and keep going right? Keep winning, keep learning, keep taking risks, and harvest the fruits of your labor. This is a great time to complete unfinished projects, to clarify your plan, to reassess what's next, right? Like start visioning uh, and, and really taking steps on that vision, using the momentum of the harvest and of these, this just juicy time, right, to really mm, see what's coming, right, as we start to prepare for beginning the four phases all over again. So again, to recap that, phase or stage, stage one is release, release, caterpillar, autumn, Stage two is evolve, chrysalis, winter. Stage three is activate, birth or rebirth, springtime. And stage four is liberate, flight, summer. And that truly is how I am seeing, it's how I'm choosing to view life these days. And I hope that these ideas plant or water some seeds of possibility for you in how you might start weaving your life in a new way over the next year. And if you're wondering 
Like, is she, is she really suggesting that this is actually how I run my business or, or run my life or make my schedule? Yes, love. Yes, I am. 100%. I am absolutely encouraging you to try this on. <laughs> because again, I really feel that we work way too hard trying to make decisions on when to launch, when to start, when to create, when to rest, when to pause, what to work on next. It's, it's decision overwhelm, right? And, and I will say, I've said before, and I will say again, indecision is one of the biggest energy leaks that we experience, right? And just if you're, if you haven't tried that on, feel into that for a moment. And I'm guessing that you're going to feel that it's true. Because I certainly know for myself, when I am avoiding, and this can be as simple as having a text come in or having an email come in that I'm not sure how to respond to, and not responding and marking it as unread. And then a week goes by, or two weeks go by, and there's something in my psyche that is just draining. It's like the energy, you know, life force chi energy is draining. It literally is like, you know, this bowl of life force energy where there's a hole somewhere. Like I know there's a leak, right? And so those leaks that you can feel in any given moment, if you tap into how you feel and your energy, you might notice like there, there's a leak somewhere. There's actually probably a few leaks. And the first and easiest place to look is what decisions have I been avoiding? Where am I in indecision? Where am I leaving things open-ended right now? Like where is there a pending decision that is waiting on me? <laughs> That's waiting on me. That's funny because it's weighing on me and it's also waiting on me, right? So let's stop working so hard and let's work with more wisdom. And the way to do that is to work with Mother Nature's calendar. I don't know about you, but this feels like huge relief <laughs> to my brain and my nervous system. And I want to take a moment here to invite you to consider joining me for my new 10-month group journey, which is called Metamorphosis. This is a mythic mastermind and community council for alchemical leaders. And we are inside of this container working to refine your most sacred work, to bring forth the newest evolution of your gifts and I am really seeing this as creativity meets prosperity, right? That is the simplest way to put the mission of this group experience. So I'm keeping it small. I'm keeping it intimate. Ten journeyers is the cap. And together, inside of this container, we are going to alchemize those four phases of growth and discovery that we just talked about into one transformative journey to support the evolution of your leadership. So love, if this feels juicy and mm, evocative for you, 
And if you feel a nudge in your gut to learn more, please reach out. Send me an email. Contact me through Instagram, Britta Green Violet on Instagram, info at brittagreenviolet.com through email, or you can reach me through my website. And I would love to send you more information and set up a time for us to connect. The song. This song is one that simply keeps going around and around the record player of my life and my psyche and my heart. And I have to say that it never, thus far, it never gets old. It's called Cycles and Rhythms, and it's written by a fabulous being named Mackenzie Madrone. And I originally learned it from another fabulous being named Amy Ringle. Shout out to Mackenzie and Amy. And Amy's, uh, I want to say that the version I'm going to share, it's not the original version. You can hear Mackenzie's beautiful, magical original on Bandcamp. So you can Google it. I'll put it in the show notes too. And the version that Amy shared that I is typically the version I also share uh, I love because it it addresses all genders rather than simply women so this this song whether whether you sing it in the original version as I am a woman of cycles and rhythms or as I am a human of cycles and rhythms it celebrates the cycles that are already there that are already here to guide the rhythm of our lives and whether we choose it or not consciously these cycles do already govern and guide our lives so if we do consciously choose this guidance with awareness, with mindfulness, I believe that the gifts we can receive are ease and fluidity and more grace and more joy. Let's not remake the wheel, my friends. Let's use the cycles and rhythms that are right at our fingertips. I am a human of cycles and rhythms Feel the earth beneath my feet and the moonlight in my blood. I am a human who carries a vision of the earth in harmony, all guided by love. I am a human of cycles and rhythms. I feel the earth beneath my feet and Beneath my feet and the moonlight in my blood. 
for your precious time and energy. You can find out more about me and my work at brittagreenviolet.com. Until next time, may your mythic adventure through life serve up nourishment, courage, curiosity, and awakening. This is The Sage and The Song, signing off.